Welcome back, family. I'm loving these particular presentations because it allows me to speak straight through the heart without me having to hit buttons and deal with trolls and situations like that. I can just completely focus without having any entities attention-seeking entities, those who do that on social media. I'm not into all of that sometimes. Sometimes I just want to talk and share what's on my mind without anything around me because I'm very sensitive that way. <clears throat> and the smallest thing can distract me. Not that I don't have focus, but I like to just... When when it, when I'm digging deep, I don't want any distractions. So, here it is. Letting go doesn't mean that you've punked out. And what do I mean by that? So many people that I know, and let me pull this microphone a little closer. So many that I know whether they are friends or acquaintances, they have a problem letting go of things. Letting go is one of the healthiest things that you can do because there's no way that you can move to the next level unless you let go of the baggage from the prior levels. Well, Scurve, you're always talking like you know everything. No, I don't. But I know what I've experienced. And I know what I've had to go through in this life. Which I'm not saying my life is any better than yours. Or my pain cut deeper than yours. I just made a point of remembering the things that I've gone through while also letting go of the baggage. If you're driving on a winding road that you don't know and you're driving a little fast and this is a winding road that eventually goes up the side of a mountain and it just finished raining and the road is wet, you better know that road before you pick up the speed. Take your time. Don't rush. But lots of times in this life, when we go through certain situations, or we go into situations that, like that road that we don't know, we don't know the particulars, and we usually have a head-on collision, or usually skid and fly off the road down the side of the mountain. And then once that happens, a lot of us will start to play the blame game while holding on to that self-inflicted trauma. And the thing is that I've found that in my personal life where maybe there's an area that I have that I've mastered or the world can see is very easy for me and not as challenging 
it will cause those to be attracted to you because of your mastery. But they will, how can I say it, punish you for the prior traumas that they have gone through because they couldn't let go. But the situation that they were in before is not around anymore. So they superimpose you to be, they copy and paste you to be the one that inflicted this thing on them that really was self-inflicted because they didn't have their guard up and now they're coming at you with their toxicity because of something they couldn't let go and you have nothing to do with it. You know, we go through different phases in our life where there's things that we desire, things that we want, things that we dream about. And as we get older, sometimes we let go of those things where we don't even desire it anymore because of our maturity, because we realize that it's too much of a Herculean effort to go after this thing. And we really don't want it because we've evolved away from it. And those are the times when those things that you dreamed of before come easy. And then you learn that when you're swimming, if you fight against the water and tense up, it's easier to sink. But if you let go of that tension and become one with the water and carry no tension in your body, you'll eventually float. See, the negative emotions will drag you down to the bottom of that pool of life. But it's the light emotions, looking forward to better, no matter where you are, thinking higher than the lower vibrational people who try to gravitate towards you and pull you down. Those are the things that pull you up, even when it doesn't look like it's going to turn out okay. So those are the things you have to let go of. Even when you have no money at a particular time and you need money, don't say, I have no money and keep with that chant because you're going to cause yourself to never have the money you need to sustain yourself and the money that you need to move higher, which we know that money is a man-made thing and we trade it off. We trade our life force off for that and they get our life force, see? That's another ball game we're going to talk about one day. I've talked about it in bits and pieces, but I want to go deep on that. But lots of times with the mountains that we have in front of us as a challenge to climb, we defeat ourselves ahead of time because of what we carry on our shoulders from prior mountains that we might have surmounted, but we would have done it a lot easier if we let what was there on that mountain go. You break up with someone out of a relationship. It hurts. It may leave you bitter. It may leave you wondering what went wrong. But once you know that that relationship is not salvageable, you must let it go. Because if you don't let it go, and it still occupies that space in your heart, then nothing else can come in. That's better. We hold on to the toxic. 
We hold on to that thing with stench. We hold on to that thing that put us down, abused us. Yet we find a way to hold on to it and we refuse to let it go. We can be very stubborn sometimes and it only causes us hurt. We can't see ourselves despite this thing. Just think of how many people could have lived longer lives if they let things go emotionally, spiritually, that did them wrong. I'm not saying let things go and take the people who did things to you back in your life. No, that would be very foolish. But once they show who they are, you let them go. That's the biggest victory. Because they cannot benefit from the sweetness of you and what you've given to them. Because for the most part, that's what really hurts. When you realize you gave of yourself and someone took advantage of you. And then when the split happens, the funny thing is, is that that person who did you wrong begins to cry publicly as the victim after a time because they're hurting because they realize what they threw away. But you may have something in you where you can't let it go. Let it go. You see, the guy that gives you the finger on the road while you were driving on the speed limit and he wanted to speed. He was angry at you and gave you the finger, cursed you out for a split second before he sped off. Let him become the victim of his own habits. Because I know most of you have experienced this and you see them speed off. You don't know this person. But you go 10 or 15 miles down the road and you see them broken down or you see them pulled over and handcuffed for drunk driving or you see them wrapped around a tree. See, when people do you a certain way. And they dump on you. That's because it's their problem. And they don't want to bear responsibility for what's inside of them, but they will eventually eventually have to pay the piper and face what they've done, even if it's not you who will see that they end up in this place. When you meet people, they can tell you anything about themselves. It's up to you to not allow the illusion of what they're spinning in front of you. They're a spin master. They see something in you that they want to get out of you. So they adjust their talk to be very appealing to you. And you think this is the real thing. But eventually you find out that it's not. And you've been fooled once again. Don't combine what has happened to you in the past with the present and, and, and internalize that you're going to be a perpetual victim. Let it go. Let it go. A good meal will nourish you. But the waste that comes out of your stomach, you cannot hold on to it. Let it go. And in that case, you understand that it does feel good to let things go. 
Many of us don't understand that. It doesn't mean you're going to be a perpetual victim. But it means that that prior situation that did you wrong will not have a victory over you as you fly higher. We do have challenges we have to go through. And they may not be so sweet. But you can't let the anticipation of something wrong happen stop you from the victory. You keep your hands moving. This is August of 2023. Well, what happens if I held on to what may have happened to me in 1993 in a certain particular situation? Yes, those things cross your mind. And sometimes we go back years to analyze past wrongs done to us. Maybe an answer comes out of that. You don't always learn the lesson of a particular situation in a particular time right away anyway. I always found that funny because lots of times if we got the answer immediately, we might not be able to handle it. There have been times I've been at the red light while driving. And a song comes on the radio. That reminds me of a past relationship or a past friend. Effortlessly, it wasn't anything I planned because I didn't know the song was going to come on the radio. I wasn't even thinking about the person. But upon hearing that song. The answer that I wanted as to why that friendship ended or that relationship ended or certain aspects of a job that I was on and didn't understand that. So many people there were climbing the ladder and acted as a friend, but wanted to throw me down so they can step on me on their rise in the company. So those answers come to you and it might be 10 years away. It might be five years away. It might be two weeks. It might be 40 years. But you can't keep beating your brain down Every single day, oh, this happened back in the day and I don't understand. And that person has gone on with their life and you're sitting here beating your head down in the present day when you could be doing something for tomorrow. But you're thinking about 1981. You're trapped in the toxicity of the past because you can't let it go. Isn't that something? We spin our own webs and we get trapped in them. And the present days go by. The potential to grow. The, the, the potential and the possibility of living. You're alive. You have a pulse and a heartbeat. Bodily functions happen. But you were in a conscious coma. You're conscious. But nothing's coming out of you being conscious. You're still in a coma, looping over a past situation that will never let you go and you'll miss out in the present and you just wonder why how how can other people be alive and living when you're alive and not living at all 
And when you get around them, you, they're starting a conversation of positivity about what they're doing that day. And your goal is to bring them back into your funk. They'll talk with you a little bit, but they're not interested in the present because it means nothing to them. This day means nothing to them. They give it a little five or six minutes and they try to be slick about it and bring it back. Hey, remember back in 1986, whoever won the World Series? And you have no problem with that because you don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah, but also in 1986, I broke up with that girl and she did me wrong and she ran off with this guy. And I don't know, it could have been so much different and so on, blah, 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 blah. And now you're like, oh, God, I can't deal with this every day. You see, so. When you hold it in, it's a form of emotional constipation. And you know, and maybe you don't know, when you're constipated, it's easier for your breath to stank. Ooh, his breath stank. Why? Because you're not passing out what is inside of you. And maybe it's happening because of the wrong combination of foods, but I'm not speaking about feces. I'm speaking about the emotional feces of not letting go and you're backed up. You're not flowing on an emotional level. You're not seeking happiness and you're not trying to create happiness. People t say sometimes, ah, I just want to be happy. Well, create it. Know thyself. Look within. Well, Lance, how do you keep up? You know, you've been through so much and I know you personally, man. You should really be in a mental institution or you should have been crazy, killed somebody or killed yourself. Because I know what you've been through and I was there with you. How do you do it? I let go. There are people who will be in your life that you let go. And they'll be running around the world thinking that you're stuck up on them. Proof. If I was stuck. On past situations. If I was stuck on people who are no longer around me, how come? I just want to ask you if you think different. How come I'm doing stuff every single day without missing a day? And the stuff that I do online is the minor stuff I do with my day because I got a whole lot of other things going on. Is that something? But there's some people who will dump on you and love the fact that you can't let it go because you see, I turned her out. I turned him out. He can't forget me. And you fall right in step with this toxic dance of dysfunction and hold on to things that were done to you. After a while. You can't blame any other situation out there. It's you. You're the, the blame of it all. Why didn't you seek help? Why didn't you seek to speak on it in a way that would bring you out of it? But you hold on to this thing. And people like that. I'm sorry. I'll see you. I'll help out. 
when something's fresh. I'll help out when something is happening because we all grieve. Some of us take months to grieve. I'm not talking about that. Some of us take years. In some certain situations, I'm not talking about that. But after a while, if you're not seeking happiness and looking to do the things to heal yourself from your traumas, then you like wallowing in it because I know people like that. And they ask me, why am I so happy? There's certain days where I'm not too happy. I'm not walking around here with nat- a natural Prozac gland in my body that I can, can, can push my stomach a certain way and activate that gland and squeeze out some natural Prozac just the same way you squeeze out a lemon. When you're making lemonade, it doesn't work that way. You have to be proactive. How are you going to receive the order of new furniture in your home? Off of that truck. When you haven't removed the old furniture that you don't want to see anymore. It's very, very simple. The mind is a thing. That is one of the most powerful things you can have. But when it gets locked up, the damage it can do is worse than anything that can ever happen to you. Mental illness, your mental health diminishing, that's the worst thing. That you're in a world that is so huge. We know things that are going on right now. And don't you know I know it because I talk about it a lot. But I don't harp on it because it's not always just the one way where the glass is half empty. This is a big planet. And how dare I? I know some of the things that I say cause me to be censored a bit on these platforms. It doesn't bother me. I talk to people every day. I let go of that. If you want to shadow ban me, fine. If you want to do other things, but I'm not claiming that that's not going to be my identity that every time I talk to you, it's about this and that. And and, and nobody wants to hear that madness. People have their own things that they're going through. They are seeking solutions. They're seeking to heal the ones who have the right mindset. And I'm sorry to tell you, people are going to let you go if you don't change your tune. It becomes something of a plus to their world. I know slavery happened. I know the system is constructed in a way that makes my life a slippery slope to not gain success or to achieve what I have inside of me. But I'm tougher than that. If you're the only person in the restaurant complaining about how bad and how nasty the food tastes, But everybody else been going there for years and they love the food. And every time here you come, it's a complaint. Why do you still come here then? Why are you still stuck in that place? Talking about the same things 
today that you did two years ago, five years ago, and time is moving on. Don't you know the older you get, the faster time goes? Perception-wise, in, in the physical way, even though we say, and I say, that time is an artificial construct, I understand that. But we're on this plane. And we're in this world where we have to honor that for appointments and for living and the rhythm of it all. But if you go into the other dimensions and the quantum realms, what's time? A million years can go by in the other realms and you won't even feel it. It's a matter of being. What are you, let me say it this way, what are you being right now? Because as long as you hold on to the old toxic stuff, you will never, ever ascend and get better. So you have to understand that when you let go, you're not punking out. You're not giving up. Oh, you saw, you know, you should have told them, you should have went back there. And fought them and told their head of masses, just let it go because you leave them to their own karma. And their minds will begin to feed on its own self, the beginnings of the mental illness. And they will think that everything that is said is said about them. But you're only speaking a universal truth that they don't want to see. And now they huffing and puffing. Let it go. Sometimes when they ring the doorbell, (laughs) you don't even need to answer because you know what it is coming at you. Oh, I'm sorry. I stirred up all the bad stuff from the bottom of the cup. You know what? Let it go. I have that ability to sense so much. And I use that to navigate. And because of my situation ascending into nature more, living amongst nature, away from the spirits, away from the masses, there's no obligation. I have to be somewhere at a certain time with these certain people that I don't like and trading off my life force for money. I may not have much on that engineered level but in nature the trick is to live in a way where the artificial construct of time doesn't touch you and you can just be so you're already on the next level before you physically go there or you lose your physicality and you travel to that place in the spirit realm so other things will be able to flow more Because sometimes when you have a certain mindset, you attract things. See, it's like that old computer screensaver that had all the little tiny, sometimes it's fish, sometimes it's like uh, uh, spaceships and wherever the cursor goes, these 50 things follow behind it. And you get a little kid on there trying to get away from these things and it will never stop. You move the cursor to the left of the screen, these little things come at you and they hover over you. You move it again. The same thing. And sometimes because what we carry on the inside 
We don't realize it, but if it, it, it creates our reality. It creates what is happening to us. We are the ones creating that thing because our mind is stuck on something that we can't let go. But people will get angered at that. And, no, I'm not creating it. Because you can't face yourself, so you have to create some type of drama around you. So it distracts you from you and other people from realizing that you're the one who's not moving forward. I repel people like that who don't want to let go. What good is it if I clean myself up mentally, spiritually, physically and emotionally? And the next person next to me wants to sit in their own dung. To eventually stink up the room. When you come into the room, you just, whoo, God, what is that? Something's stinking. And the person next to me is the one causing it, but you don't know. You think I'm the one stinking too. I don't want that. For me, I don't want that kind of reputation. I took the time to clean up, meditate, be still, and that's why. That's the kind of life I crave. I used to be around all the spirits, all the demons, <laughs> traveling out late at night, going to the spots, trying to find out what's going on out there, wanting to see stuff. And oh boy, I saw a whole lot. What did it do for me? It taught me a lot of lessons. But sometimes along the way, in our travels, we run into something that we can't let go. And it weighs us down from any progress that we are supposed to make. And time flies. You get stuck in something in your 20s. You look around, you're 39. You know, let's play with numbers now, right? People say, like, if they're 39, I'm in my 30s. I'm leaving my 30s, but I'm in my 30s. Well, guess what? 12 years from 39 or 11 years from 39 brings you to 50. How quickly you can go from your 30s to your 50s in just 11 years. Whole different mindset. And the older you get, the more you will reflect on your past. Because you'll have more behind you. You won't be stuck in it. Hopefully not. But your knowledge and mastery over what you've been through. Will cause you. To enjoy each moment as you get older. Once you're over 50 and you confused and full of chaos and don't know this and don't know that. It's a wrap y'all. You blink your eyes. You're 80 years old. I'm not trying to be a doomsayer. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying. Time management. It's artificial, but we have to manage it. We have to be the ones to commandeer our mental health. We've got to let go of that stench from the past of what was done wrong to you. We all want justice. But 
What is it to seek justice when your time is moving on? And you can be working on improving your life. But you wake up one day and realize nobody's paying you no mind with that stuff. You chase them away. See, if you have an issue, you seek out help and say, I have an issue. I need some things removed from my psyche. Balance is what we should seek because everything in nature is balanced. We come from that. But a lot of us throw down the natural world for the engineered man-made world. And we're always going to see and experience chaos in that way. It's guaranteed. I want to wake up in nature. I don't want to hear a car's engine. I don't want to hear horns honking. I don't need to be packed up so close to people like sardines where it's just a toxic situation. Their hangups are now transferred to me because I got to go. No, I want to be a hermit for a little while. I want the choice of my range. And what do I mean by that? I remember growing up in New York City. Lived there the first 38 years of my life. The next 19 in Orlando, Florida. But I'm a New Yorker. The down payment on my psyche came in New York. And oh boy, what an experience and what a ride that has been. But I know better now. I mean, I, I, I didn't have a choice. I was born there, right? I dealt with it quite well. But I have extracted quite an education on human nature growing up in that place. And I love it. I love the thought of what it was. It's different now. It's the same physical location. But I would have been overloaded if I stayed there. Because the range is very narrow there. Broad place. Lots of opportunities. You can, oh man, you can live there and, and, and just people want to go there. And I understand, I understand, I understand. But it's like driving a vehicle that only has one gear. And if you're doing a cross-country drive, <laughs> that's going to get kind of boring, especially if it's just stuck in first gear. You're not getting anywhere. <laughs> you better not stop if you're in fifth gear because it's going to take a hard time to start and get it going. You're going to clutch out. The range is intense. Down to a little intense. In the country, you go from total peace and tranquility. You feel it in your body. You feel it in your mind. And if you want to go down into town on a Friday or Saturday at night and enjoy a little nightlife or a glimpse of it until you had your full, your fill, I've known many people like, listen, man, I, 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 I had enough. Uh, it's time for me to go back home because, you know, it's too much. And I'm a super New Yorker, y'all. Been there, done that. And I'm glad for that. But now I see the benefits of letting all that go and healing 
where I don't have to think hard. I don't have to strategize. What is that person doing? Driving by me real slow and looking at me. What did they mean by that on the job when they said that I need to confront them on this? And why is my woman coming home two hours late when she's only one hour away? What is she doing? All these things in your head. No, I'm letting it go. The urge to make all of these YouTube videos every single day. I'm on a YouTube pension plan. I mean, I did so much. If I do one a day, <laughs> I still got a hell of a body of work. I can do that because I put the work in. When you put that work in and you know that you know that you know, you got nothing to prove to nobody. See, you're settled. And that's the most dangerous way to be to evil, to the oppressors, to all things bad, when you're relaxed in what you do. The most dangerous fighter is the fighter who is relaxed in the ring. And why is a fighter relaxed in the ring when the next person is trying to take their head off? It's because they trained so much for so many years they know they've mastered their body they know they've mastered their game they know every aspect of a, of the game that comes in time for the elite fighters you have some who train for years and they don't learn anything and they go into battle and get knocked out and have a nondescript record we understand that but the elite fighters in the world they're trained muscle memory everything is set effortlessly they can react and do a move that is so well executed, but effortless because they're relaxed. They know that they know that they're prepared. Are you prepared? Are you prepared to deal with future challenges? Because you let stuff in the past go. Now somebody runs into your car. You got to, hey, let's call the cops. Let's, you know, we got insurance. Make sure you have insurance and let's get this thing straight. I'm not saying be a fool. I'm not saying you have to, you're in the mall and some joker comes up and puts his hand on your woman's behind and squeezes it. Oh, don't let it go. No, you got to deal with that. But then again, he might have a gun trying to provoke you. So you got to be wise. But when you go out in nature and away from these entities, you don't have to worry about that. Your radar drops and you could rest a bit. And vibe on levels that you probably forgot that you had. But so many people go up into these pristine areas and they're still full of the gook, the emotional constipation. And they can't have peace of mind no matter where they go. They on the phone scheming, talking, strategizing for some Evil, mad, jealous, toxic. You better let it go. Maybe you might say your daddy did something to you years ago and it was a slight. Now he's dead and gone, but you still got this thing inside of you. Let it go. Because <laughs> if you don't let it go, it's only going to cut your life short. It ain't hurting me. Because I let mine go, whatever it may be. 
I'm not cool with the way that this world is right now and for a long time. But you know what? Me ranting and raving and pissed off with the system and this and this and that and this. What? Yeah. I'm down for the fight collectively. But I ain't going to fight by myself where everybody else is sitting around looking at me. If you're not going to join and do something worthwhile, let it go. Put yourself at at an advantage. Too many times there are people who have that savior complex and they run themselves on the ground and everybody else is living. (laughs) I got hip to that. So that's why I focus on the few. If you're down, let's move forward and do what we have to do to advance ourselves. Let's do it in business, in life. But I'm not going to sit here and be loyal to an unloyal soul who wants you in their funk with their emotional constipation and they don't intend to let let it go and you got to deal with that no that's why you got to be very careful who you choose to allow in your inner circles in the inner inner circles huh because when they get close and they start to unfold and open up with this age-old stuff that you do not have to deal with. You could be nice and try to get somebody professional help. But after a while, there's always that person that comes to the card game. And you know, card games ain't just about cards. It's about conversation, telling, telling stories, and, and talking smack. I went to a lot of card games. I don't play cards. Come on, man. We having a card game last, man. You know, we, we need you over by that table, man, because you be talking some crazy stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll come with you. I keep the game going. I don't even like cards, but the fun around it, fun. We'll do that. But you, it's not mandatory that you adopt and embrace someone else's crap that they don't want to let go because it's a thankless job if you do. 99% of the time, you're not going to help them get rid of it because they're holding on to it. It's a game for your attention and your energy. Because the majority of people, and I don't know, like I always say, it might be 99% of the people down to 51. But both of those numbers stated is the majority. If you're taking a vote and 51% of the voters vote on one person, You have the right to say the majority of the voters voted for this particular person in the same manner that if they voted for them 99%, you can say the majority of the voters voted for this person. So it's a slide. It could be 57%, it could be 92, 99, 51, 65. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can win a race. Well, or you can lose it getting 49%. Because you didn't get the majority. So why do you want to get these people around you who are so caught up? Who some others will say, yo, you a loser. Now the creator didn't make anybody to be a loser. So why is this person a loser in life? They are so focused on this one 
age old thing in their life that they're not letting go and they're just spinning their wheels in the mud and they got the pedal to the metal throwing mud up all over the place and they ain't getting nowhere look at those lives if you know people like that try to help them but don't let them don't help the drowning man that's going to eventually pull you into the water and have you drowning and step on you to get up out of the water and, and can't help you while you drown right you help them to get there and after they get there, they give you the backside to kiss. That has happened to me occasionally, maybe even recently. But I let it go. And they can't come back. Because I realize the life that I have worked hard for and earned. I'm not guilty about what I've earned. You work hard for a two-week period on a job that next Friday is coming. And you know that you deserve that paycheck. You don't walk up in there in an apologetic way saying, Oh, uh, maybe, uh, please, uh, did you kind of sort of uh, remember that? Um, <laughs> sorry to bother you, but I, 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 I need a little bit of money. Well, that's what the ar arrangement is for on a job. For you to get money. You ain't there to beg nobody. You put your time in and this is what you've earned. So this is what I'm, I find. There's so many people. That want to make you feel guilty for the sacrifices you've made. What you've built. They want to make you feel guilty like it's theirs. No, deal with your stuff. I throw you a few tips. I give you a little boost. But don't be mad at what I earned. If I was at the company for 20 years and I'm making top pay. Don't be mad at me that you didn't even get out of probation. Your probationary period of 90 days on a job and, and, and you're at the minimum. You might get a little something thrown your way after you finish that probationary period. But you know, that's the, the time where we're on our best behavior on these jobs, right? Before we start complaining about things. And then we're still mad at the person who's been there for 20 years. And learn how to navigate the shark infested waters. The windy waters of that job. Because you learn how to be flexible. And you let it go. Have you ever seen. A big belly dude. <laughs> I'm not throwing off. I'm not body shaming anybody. A really big belly dude where it's like a round beach ball, their gut or near it. They don't move like somebody who is slender. Whose intestines are empty. That when they eat their food that is good for you, it easily comes out. So you move as the slender person. Or rather with a slender waistline. You move in a different way with rhythm. But that big gut dude. Let him drop something. And he have to bend down and pick it up. It's a strain to do so. Because you got this big gut between you and the ground. Gut so big it looks like you're in your third trimester of pregnancy. Gut so big you haven't even seen your penis. In 17 years. <laughs> Just making stuff up. <laughs> But seriously, 
You're walking around with this extra weight and it holds you back from the natural, normal movement of one who adheres to proper dietary laws and staying away from that alcohol, those extra calories that make you look so old, dry you out and blow you up. Don't be mad at me. Let it go. So for me, I've learned so much. I share things. I don't know everything. There's a lot that I have to learn. And you know what? I am the chronological age that I am, but I don't even think about that because I'm reaching, reaching. Every day you must reach and you must learn something. Internalize it. Incorporate it into your daily routine. Simple things. But we're, we're so caught up in that routine that we can't let go. I've said this many times before. You want to know what a person is all about or who they really are? Go check their computer's history and look at the type of websites that they go to. When I check what's trending online, nine times out of ten, what's in the top ten trending subjects, not that it's rated or, or, or created on what the importance is, right? The real importance. But it's a tally of the top 10 searches, which shows you what people are interested in. And nine times out of 10, when I go to the various trending lists, it's sports. Six or seven items, usually out of the top 10 items that people search, they're searching for sports results or sports gossip or happenings. Sports, y'all. What kind of society are we living in? Life is serious. It doesn't mean we have to have a serious looking face, but we need to prioritize. And with so many people who can't let things go in their life, they're seeking the results of sports. What's the score? <laughs> who won last night? Yeah, I love a good boxing match, but we don't have boxing matches every single day. Basketball season is in. The people are caught up in basketball. Baseball season is in. They're caught up in that football, soccer, whatever it may be. They're caught up in that. And these are the same people that when they finish their searches, they have issues that they need to deal with internally and they don't do it. Is that something? It's sad. And so when you check a person's history, you're going to see the political sites they go to, if they're into that, the sports that they go and watch every single day, the porn that they look at every night. Oh God, the type of porn. Oof. If you really, I wish I don't want to know it. It's too much information for them, from other people. But I'd love to see what kind of porn they watch. They probably watch some way out stuff and you think they're a nerd and quiet and polite and they're the biggest freak next to you. I had to talk about that. <laughs> the secrets we hold, the lies we tell ourselves while we embrace these things. You know, it's sad. My mother passed away 
before the actual passing away. She had two strokes and the second stroke took her out. And I've said this story before. I saw her earlier that evening. I took a break from the job and had a little bite to eat with her for a little while. It wasn't long because I had to go on back. But she looked off and she said, Lance, I- I'm sorry. And I said, sorry for what? Because, you know, it took us her speech. She had the most beautiful speech effortlessly. As a trained opera singer who graduated the Juilliard School of Music, she had the, she could sing anything, sing a behind off with no microphone, no microphone. Get up on stage and fill up the back seats to where the audience was sitting way in the back and they're hearing it just as powerful and clear. That's the diaphragm. But strokes take the best thing that you have. But she said she's sorry. And I said, sorry about what? And I'll cut the story short because I want to really get into that. I might start crying. She felt guilty that maybe she was straining me by me taking care of her. And some of the bills that she had, that we had together, and that she had cashed out her insurance policy at the direction of my brother who was on crack. And they had a joint account, so you know how that went. So she realized all of this and realized that, wow, I'm putting a strain on him. But I told her, I said, you birthed me. You brought me into this world. You nurtured me. When I went back to the job, I got the call from home that she was sitting on the floor next to the bed. She had a stroke. The ambulance was on its way and I had to get back home right away. And I talked to her. I beat the ambulance there and I was talking to her. I knew she could hear me because she lifted up her arm on the bed. Her eyes were closed, but she did that. So the stroke, which took her out of there, she still could move one limb. And when the ambulance came, I looked at the side little dresser there, little side table, side, you know, and there were a bunch of bills ripped up because she felt that she might be a burden on me. It took her out of here simply because she couldn't let go. Am I dissing my mother? No. I'm sharing with you a hard-earned lesson. Lots of times we have guilt, we have shame. There are things that we did that we're not proud of. There are situations that get out of hand. And we knew better, but we were just distracted. We were emotional about something and we should have been a little harder or we should have handled a little different and it didn't come out right. And the outside people who don't know what's going on the inside, they're like, oh man, that person's messed up because this is what it was, but they don't even know what's on the inside. You don't let those things bother you when you you knew that you did the best that you can. You do not do that. Because these people haven't a clue what is going on in the inner parts of your life. You have to take care of you first. You have to make sure to take out your garbage. 
It's garbage now, but when you were utilizing it, it wasn't. When you have the food that you make and you put on the package and you have a few scraps and you, you don't take out your garbage, it begins to stink. You have to let it go. Take it out. Face it. It doesn't smell good, but you need to get out of here because I need to live. I need to have a home that doesn't stink. I need to have a life that doesn't stink where there's no stench. You ain't going to knock my door. Oh, did you take out your garbage? No, you got to do it. You can't hold on to it. If the meal was good, you holding on to the garbage doesn't bring back the meal. Well, look at them old chicken scraps down there, man. I don't see the bones there? Clean, man. I clean them bones. That was some good chicken. <laughs> the chicken gone. It's in you. You got to let it go. You can't hold on to it. That's not life. If I fill your plate and you put it on the table and don't eat, how are you going to ask for seconds? You ain't eat what's first. The first serving. Keep it moving. Up north, to keep the pipes from freezing, you turn the water on so the water is moving. If you cut the pipe, if you cut the faucet off, and the water sits still, it's going to sit there and it's going to feel that freezing environment around the pipe and turn into ice. Now you can never get any running water. It's just like with certain vehicles when it's blizzard and sub-zero weather. You're running inside of your house for 10 minutes. You're driving, but you had to go back and get something. You have somebody with you. They're sitting in the car. You don't turn that car off. <laughs> if it sits too long, it might not start. So these are the tricks of the trade that you learn in life, how to handle yourself. But so many of us are just like so distracted with everything else, looking at the sports, running to the religion, following the politics, jacking off to the porn. Fall asleep, wake up, repeat the cycle and never move forward. You would think. And I've watched people from single digit ages and just observed because I'm one who likes to observe, especially human nature, how people treat each other, how they react to certain things, the things you can see in them that they don't know you can see, especially when you have a bit of a gift of discernment. And just when somebody says, oh, I have a gift of discernment, what level are you on? All gifts are not equal. A person who is five years old says, oh, my daddy bought some shoes for my birthday. And that person who's a football player and six foot seven and 300 pounds, he gets a pair of shoes. It's a lot more leather than them shoes. They're shoes, both of them, right? But <laughs> all shoes and all levels are not created equal. And you got to be careful if you don't live right. That gift of discernment will leave you. Or become reduced. See? You better use it. Or lose it. So we have to make sure. That we keep everything about us clear. Tuned up. And focused. So that we can ascend in life. Because I've seen people age right in front of me and I know what will happen to me that other people who are younger man I remember you had those muscles and you were big and strong and now look at you now it's a process I'm cool with it 
Because back then I did what I had to do in every part of my life, even when I didn't agree with circumstances that were hurting me. I realized I'd figure it out after a while. Right? But I've seen people age and the configuration of their face has become more gnarled, more gargoyle-like. They become a caricature of themselves. Yes, we're not going to look the same way when we were 18 years old. I know that. Sometimes we look at our bodies in the mirror and say, what the heck? Whose body is that? <laughs> That's not the body I had. You age. It happens. But guess what? When you live right and you're right with yourself, and you're seeking to unclog yourself and never allow the residue of what has happened to you take you out as you age, even though you'll get gray possibly and some more wrinkles, maybe not. But have you ever seen a person laying in a casket? They transition and their body remains and their face is just as smooth. The mentality was intact. Some of them never had been under the knife. A perfect specimen. How did you get through this life like that? Especially when you know they went through a lot. It's because they let things go. They didn't hold on to it. Why are some people in their early 50s losing their minds off of imagined chaos and you got some people, damn near 100, still driving a vehicle? Still light in their spirit and a pleasure to be around. It's what we do. It's our own internal practices and how we see life and how we deal with what comes at us. I know great grandmothers who have lost damn near all their grandchildren and great grandchildren to gun violence. Husband died 20 years ago. One of the two remaining daughters is on drugs, on crack and prostituting. But this woman has the utmost in enthusiasm for life. And you got others who are just going crazy off of things that compared to that scenario is minuscule. But yet they want people to run behind them again with their chaos. Keep your chaos. If you want to hold on to it, hold on to it. I'm about ascending. I want to be happier and happier as my time on this earth goes by. You are not your car. You are not your mansion. You are not that status on the job. You are not all of the people who follow you on social media who you probably don't even know. You are not that. You are not that beautiful ass that you have, ladies, that turns heads and causes the insurance rates in that neighborhood you live in to go up because guys are just driving off the road. No, you're not that. You are going to lose that one day. You'll be out of that body. You'll be out of the system, especially the man-made system, but you'll always be in the natural system. But if you take yourself out of it when it's time to transition and you don't have any experience with that, how are you going to transition? How are you going to go to high school when you never went to middle school? You cut classes in junior high school, middle school, whatever you want to call it. How 
How are you going to get to middle school when you hardly went to the fifth and sixth grade in elementary school? There's levels to this thing. How are you going to have have a happy afterlife if the life you have now is constipated? Because you're going to have to leave that stuff anyway. And it's going to make for a painful death, which is not death. I said it that way for effect. A painful transition. Like walking up out of the store, the department store. And you got two bags of stuff that you don't want to pay for. You didn't go to the cash register. <laughs> You're heading to the door. And those two little senses, they take your picture. Two big burly dudes block the door. You get locked up if you got outside trying to shoplift. Was it worth it? You're not getting away from it. Let it go. Fix it. Change how you see it. But if you're getting bug-eyed for the same old stuff after a while, who want to hear that? Everybody's trying to move up. Maybe not everybody. Maybe you're not. Maybe a few other people. But I'm just trying to say, I can say that because I try to keep myself around people who are trying to do better for themselves. And if you have a down day when you are that positive person, I'll be there for you because I know what your basic makeup is. But when every single down, wow, 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 this person don't like me. This is what's happening to me today. Do I want to hear that every day? No. Did I get to where I am now in my life, which on my scale, in my measurement, I am happy and I want to be happier tomorrow and happiest eventually. Work toward it. I can tell you what I did today to move me closer to those goals. The physical ones, as far as we moved this table that way, I put some tiles up that way, installed some lights that way, or in my spirit, something that was bothering me a long time ago. I finally got the solution. I swept the floor. I cooked the meal. I laughed. I made people laugh. I loaned out a little bit of money to somebody who deserved it. And I'll get it back. Whatever. What are you doing to earn your happiness? And why don't you want to let go? Maybe. Just Maybe. You don't want to be happy. That's a possibility. Because we know to talk. How you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Just because you say you are. Doesn't mean that you are. People in society wear more masks. Every day. Of the year more than what kids wear on Halloween. Not just one, two, three, four, and five. Isn't that something? Why are they doing that? Why are they hiding? Why are they not proud of what's in their heart? That's a problem. And I'm here to encourage, to motivate, but you have to remember in this world, there's only so much 
that you can give. Landscurve out. Leave your comments below. And let me hear what you have to say about that. I'll speak about that more, but that's a very interesting topic to me. Look around you, your friends, acquaintances, associates, family, neighbors and distant people. Near and far. Look at them real good. Look past the Colgate smiles. This is just for you to do on your own. This is maybe none of your business and stuff, but just observe what's around you. Who's truly happy? Do they know what makes them happy? Or are they reacting to the pain that they feel and they're running away from it by indulging in various activities that will make them smile temporarily, but they're not really happy because when it's time to come and face yourself, say, oh God, the garbage hasn't been dumped or taken out. Don't be that person. You want to be the person that takes charge of their life, moves toward happiness, knowing that it's a state of mind. You're not going to be happy when you buy that place or you buy that car or you achieve. I'll be happy when I get that Corvette. I'll be happy when I lose this weight. I'll be happy when I get a million dollars. Well, for many of you all, <laughs> then you ain't never going to be happy then. If you know what I mean, I'm not saying you can't achieve it, but the superficial things are not going to do it. Understand that. So in your quest for happiness, it has nothing to do with what's on the outside of you. It's inside and having your in internal being in order and moving in balance with the creator and creation. The other stuff, it doesn't count. And when you truly cleanse yourself and let things go, you can damn near read minds of those around you. You can see their intent so clear. You can see who has a pure heart and pure intentions. Even if they're demonized by the world, you're not affected by that because you're a clean vessel. Breathing, inhaling and exhaling, vibrating with the world, pure energy, pure frequency, pure vibration. And you're free. While the others who are aspiring for worldly status and material items and I'm going to get this money. I'm going to get this money before I die. No. Pieces of paper. Keep your life force and vibrate clean. And nothing will never, ever get you down. Nothing will ever defeat you even if it looks like you're defeated for a little while you'll always rise and there are others will sit by the wayside despising you for what you have but they can have it too but they don't want to do the work they want to sit there with a perpetual pity party and mad when you don't show up because you are on the invite list and how dare you don't come to my pity party You'll probably spend your last day on this earth in your pity party. There's things that happened two and three years ago. I don't forgot about it. I let it go. I remember it, but 
I look at it like it's not me. I look at it like it's a movie. Oh, really? That, that happened? Oh, damn, yeah, that was me. That wasn't it. But uh, today, this is what I'm accomplishing. No confusion. I said, I'll record these every night for about an hour and put it up and effortless. And I don't have to be bothered. I like this. When I get up on the mountaintop, it's going to flow even more. Because I probably went through the whole day without hearing a sound that was higher in decibels. <laughs> Just like it is in the city. Trucks going by and, and loud this and loud that. This is not as loud as New York City. And right now this apartment is at the base of the mountain range that I'll soon be living on. But there is, it is still noise. When you go deeper toward the epicenter of everything, it's noisier. When you get up in the country, we're going to flow. If you like this particular content, you got to realize soon we're going to be flowing. And whatever's in me that I have to let go, I don't think there's that much. It's all coming out. Because we're going to take some emotional X-lax. I'm just trying to be funny, y'all. X-lax ain't the way when you really are constipated. <laughs> a good cleansing diet is the best way. And a good cleansing life is the best way. That won't have you up on your keyboard peeping at other people's pages on YouTube all day. On Facebook in the afternoon. And on Clubhouse all night, not for you fall asleep, your phone is all you can't watch it all. You put so much effort into watching other people's lives and whispering and talking and peeping and all that stuff, and your stuff is backed up because you won't let it go. I really feel sorry for those types, but I've known those types personally, and it's sad. Because time is moving on. And many of us will be found dead at our keyboard with a symbolic gut full of toxic shit that we could have gotten rid of but refused to. Anyway, I already said so long, but know that I love you all. And I'm glad you come by and vibe with me. I can do this every day. You know what? I need to do this like this every day. That'd be a good thing because this is helping me to scrape the remnants of the things inside of me, mind, body and soul that maybe I didn't want to let go. And then speaking about these things is teaching me to look within because I know we have to practice what we preach. Life is long when you do yourself right, but it's very short when you don't do right by yourself. You have to love yourself. Do right by yourself. Don't allow anybody to violate you. Defend yourself and protect yourself. And there's no crime in doing the things that you like to do, that you want to do, that brings that charm and love to your soul. And it's nothing wrong with you saying, you know what? From now on, it's about me. Now, some of you have a problem with that, but let me explain. When I say, it's about me. It's about my family. It's about who's with me. It's about my inner circle. But you also have to cater to yourself. I went and ate some things yesterday 
that brought joy. Clean food that brought so much joy to my soul. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not sacrificing today. I'm going to spend on this and sit down and enjoy the moment. Because if you have the luxury of a deathbed, meaning that you know you're transitioning soon, you didn't go on a deadly accident or fall off a building somewhere, you're going to take your money with you? No, but I have these memories. Yes, remember the time we went to the restaurant and we had such a wonderful meal and we had that deep edifying conversation and our friend there that was a little depressed, we, we brought them up because of the conversation and motivated them and they went off into life and they did something better. That's what I get joy from. I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to do what I got to do to make myself happy proactively. And I'm not waiting for somebody else to, to, to give it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what makes you happy. It's only you who can pick your favorite food off the menu. But there's so many people out here who can't let go of the things that are clogging them up from a happy life. They get mad at you and you're free and you can do what you need to do. You eat a good meal. They're looking at you mad. Look at him. He's enjoying himself. You make YouTube videos and talk about things in life. You're not looking for no big money. You're just doing it because you love to do it. And you got 22 years. Oh, his platform is going to die. Oh, I must be in his place. <laughs> I know some of y'all by name are laughing. <laughs> this is just me. Be you. Embrace you. Love you. Take care of yourself. Your parents or caretakers was the starter kit and you it's up to you to do this. Keep yourself out of harm's way. Especially in these twisted relationships when people are coming into your life to rob your energy. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going into a different gear and this, <laughs> it's time for me to lay down a little bit. Let me try for the third time. I love you all. <laughs> Take care. Lance Curve out. On to the next one. And let me know what you'd like for me to address and talk about. That's what I'm here for. Whatever I've been through, I'm going to share it with you. Bold, raw, and uncut.